Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews. This is co-sponsored by the Dane County League of Women Voters, and I'm Melanie Ramey, and I will be interviewing on this segment Mr. Richard Brown, uh, who is running for Dane County Treasurer in the August 9th Democratic primary. And if you look here, you notice that things look a little bit different uh, than they have in the past for our interviews. And we're also using a different format in that we are interviewing the candidates separately. But uh, the each candidate for a particular office will be asked the very same questions. And so I would like to begin by asking Mr. Brown to tell us what in his background, his educational experience, uh, his community involvement, that uh, really qualifies him for this office, and, and why are you running? Thank you. First, I want to say hello. But uh, I've worked as a financial auditor for the Legislative Audit Bureau, uh, the business manager at Mendota Mental Health Institution, uh, budget and policy analyst for health and family service. Um, I've been a Title I-A accountant. In my current position, I am the systems accountant for Dane County. And as a system accountant, I uh, give people their rights to the accounting system. So I'm like the security officer. So I, And then um, I have a bachelor's degree in accounting um, from the University of Wisconsin. And um, I have an associate degree from UW-Baraboo. Um, and also... Um, I got uh, completed the Certified Public Managers course for UW Extension. Um, I also have been in the community. I've been an elected official. I was on the county board for three terms, and when I was on the county board, I chaired personnel and finance. And personnel and finance is the oversight committee for the treasurer's office. Um, and so um, I have a strong fiscal background. I've been around for a while. And... Um, I think that my education and my 25 years of public experience and also my involvement on the county board makes me the, the best candidate uh, for treasurer. Okay, for and, you know, you must be well uh, familiar with the duties of the county treasurer. And uh, so what are some of the main ones, and then how do you go about prioritizing what you sort of would divide your time doing? Okay. Well, one, I know, like, that um, the treasurer's office is statued by the state of Wisconsin, so it's a, it's a state statute position where they get the authority from the state of Wisconsin. And it acts as the bank, actually the bank for the county. So we collect the funds and we collect all the funds, and we also invest the funds. And another part of our job is also um, um, foreclosures, handling the foreclosures and dealing with that. But I think the biggest issue is actually being able to have a strong understanding of um, fiscal uh, policy. And, if you know, you really, really can't get nothing done unless you can talk the language of uh, public finance or have a real, real strong understanding. So I think that, you know, the strongest issue of the treasurer is the treasurer should be the authority on financial literacy. And so are there certain... Uh, many duties that, that this office has, are there certain ones that you think you ha would have to give more uh, uh, emphasis to or be higher priority than others? Well, I, think, I think that, number one, is, uh, you have, like I say, you have to have a strong fiscal background. So the priority would go to budgeting, being able to prepare reports, being able to look. Actually, as an accountant, I know systems. I know controls, internal controls. So 
the biggest thing is we are the safeguards of the county's money. So as an auditor for the Legislative Audit Bureau and an accountant uh, and the systems count now, that I know the Dane County's financial story. Mm-hmm. And, the, 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 and the name of the game, the story is run by uh, auditing and accounting standards. That's, that's the way the game is played. So if you have a strong background in fiscal, and I'm saying over the last 15 years, the, um, the uh, treasurer's office has lacked strong fiscal controls. And so now what we have to do, we've seen issues not too long ago where um, there was uh, some money that was taken at the landfill. And if there was strong fiscal controls, there would be things in place where you would know there hasn't been a deposit in this area for months. So, I mean, you know, so, you know, first we got to go back to the basics. I would do an operational analysis and I would be aimed to improve the efficiencies and the controls within the county. You know, uh, the person who wins this primary is going to actually win the election, probably, for the treasurer. And so um, how would you actually, what would be sort of the first thing you might do? You mentioned this uh, thing of efficiency. The first hundred days, I say at the beginning, we would do that operational analysis. And how I know how to do that is because... One, I was the business manager of Mendota, and, and I ran into the exact same situation where we had audits and audit findings, and I cleaned that up. Now, I'm not saying that we have audit findings, but I'm saying that the office has been stagnated for nothing has been done for the last 15 years. We, we have politicians in there. We have people with English majors, but there hasn't been an accountant in there. And, and the fiscal control is what's important. And I think one of the main things that people just don't know what the – the treasurer does. Yeah. So financial literacy. And I think the treasurer should be the, the, the leader on that. And it would improve the treasury because if we increase financial literacy in the community by working with different organizations like United Way, Summit Credit Union have, by bringing this together, the treasurer should be the authority and the treasurer's office should be the authority on financial literacy. You sort of go to the next thing I wanted to ask you about, and that is, uh, the role of the treasurer <clears throat> vis-a-vis the Dane County Executive and the Dane County Board in dealing with the budget and so forth. How do you see the treasurer's role? I, I see a whole new, it's a new day. And, and, and the world is changing. And, and, and you heard one guy say that we put too much emphasis for the police officers to solve a lot of the problems. We all have to do our part. And for the treasurer's office to just be sitting stagnant, just not doing anything. And financial literacy, we know that a lot of our disparities, a lot of disparities in the community, at the root is financial literacy. And so if we increase financial literacy in the rural areas, across all the areas, this will, this will rise the number of people who can participate in paying taxes, thus spread the burden among all the taxpayers. And so now we got to change the way we do that. Now, when we talk about the county exec and we talk about the county board, the treasurer seems to not exist in it. And the treasurer is a statutory position just as high as the county exec, just as high as the, yeah. the, the county board elected officials, constitutional elected officials. So we need to be involved. There should be conversation, close conversation. The county exec should use the advice of the treasurer's office because we should be the authority. So, like, when we decide to buy, take three properties off the tax roll, you know, I mean, that's 
significant in the treasurer's office, mm-hmm. you know, and we pay the dollars, and, and, and we're flush right now in the county, and that's a good thing. But the key is is that the treasurer should be in a position where he is an authority in the financial area. And right now, it doesn't exist. So now the treasurer's really not consulted about the budget development? or I mean, the, the numbers have got to come out of the office, I suppose. One thing I know is I chair personnel finance. And one of the, one of the statutory requirements of personnel finance is that there be a, uh, a committee, an investment committee. It's not existent. It didn't exist then. So there's no connection. Is it, there's no connection. We have a position that's there that's, that's not used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can see why it's not used, because they don't have the expertise mm-hmm. to do the things that they need to do. Now, you know, you, the the deputy treasurer who served on uh, the Dane County Board with me, and I chaired personnel finance. And when I chaired personnel finance on the Dane County Board, we passed the budget during the worst time of the budget history, and we passed it with unanimous decision. That's because you have to have someone that can work with everyone and work for the better good of all. Mm-hmm. And, and this treasurer's office, it, it needs to step up and provide that extra work. So you would really see also raising the profile sort of of the treasurer's office. Yeah. One of my plans is outreach, outreach program, the, the outreach and work and be the leader on the financial literacy in the community throughout the rural areas throughout all areas, because there's kids that don't know about checking accounts. There's kids that don't know about college students that don't, they're not prepared for uh, these credit cards that come up, or, or even predatory loaning, lending, and mortgages, which all affects the Treasury. It all comes back to the Treasury. It all comes back to the fact that, you know, foreclosures, which is one of our areas. So we do some preventive measure, measures up ahead by getting people educated on some of the issues that they need to know. It sounds like that you really do see an educational uh, opportunity. Definitely should be a part, and and, and it increased the treasury, Mm -hmm. because it's going to increase all, yeah, high tide rises all boats, that's what they say. So we increase everything, we increase the treasury. But 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 the good thing about this whole thing is that, you know, we work together for the good. It all it all comes together. And we're so, do you see a lot of the technological advances that have been made, you know, computer systems and all uh, things that would be real helpful to you? Well, yeah, you know, our antiquated um, <laughs> our website. You know, it's, it's you know, we need to have something more interactive. We need something more educational, something that people could see, some transparency that shows what are the investments, what are our returns on the investments, what have happened here. And, and and reports to the county board and to the and to the uh, um, to uh, the county exec's office. Um, I am the systems accountant for Dan County. I I have to read all the minutes of the county board, and I look at all the minutes, and I take whatever's off the minutes that's that's related to financial, and I set that up on the county system, so I can see everything that's going on uh, and. Being that, you know, one of the other candidates is on the county board, I do that. But what I have that's different from everyone else is I've been on both sides. And the third thing is I'm an accountant. Mm-hmm. So I'm an accountant. I've been, in a, I've been uh, a Dane County supervisor. I am the only one with the other county board supervisor never chair personnel and finance. So, I mean, I think if you wanted to be the treasurer, 
you would have chaired personnel, at least got on personnel finance. It wasn't even on personnel finance. So I know the financial story. So what will happen is these guys, and even now you see it in the current treasurer, they spend their time more than 50% of their time, 60% of their time, just trying to figure out the accounting system. I create that. You know, I think many people will probably actually be surprised to know that this is an elected partisan office. And I'm just wondering, if you've had all this experience and all, what is your view of I mean, do you think that it makes sense to have an elected treasurer, a partisan office? You know, how do you view that well, issue? Well, uh, as a constitutional elected official, there's separation of duties. No one that's collecting, and this is accounting, no one that's collecting the money should be spending the money. So it pulls all the money out and say, okay, the treasurer's office is autonomous to collection. And the county board gives the approval on the spending. And then the third level is it's executed by the administration, mm -hmm. Department of Administration, who I actually, actually work for, and I'm on the budget team. Mm -hmm. So as the systems accountant, I'm part of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and the whole issue then of it also being a partisan thing. I mean, there are some offices that are, that are elected that are not partisan, and uh, and that's a little different kind you know, of thing. If it was up to me, it wouldn't it wouldn't be partisan, and I, I haven't really done the background on that to, mm -hmm. to see. But what I have known as an elected official, I've never been an elected official to a partisan office. Mm -hmm. I was elected to the county board. Sure. Mm -hmm. And as a county board member, I was a moderate. I talked to both sides. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes, I'm a dem, but I was able to get things done. We we passed the budget 37-0. It's almost unheard of. I don't know if you the city of Madison budget never got passed. That yearly yeah, we passed yeah, a yeah. unanimous decision on our yeah. county board. Yeah. And Kathleen Fault signed it right away. Yeah. 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 Um, in all the experiences you've had, uh, which one have you really liked the most and why? I think I liked when I was the business manager at Mendota Mental Health Institution. And it's similar. Uh, we, I supervised uh, accounting. I supervised purchasing. I supervised the whole office. I enjoyed that. Um, but tell you. you sort of part of but, this job, too. Yes. Involve all of those yes. things. Yeah. I enjoyed that the most. But the one that I learned the most on is the job that I'm on now. I work with probably a couple of the smartest people that there are. There are. Um, there's the controller, Chuck mm -hmm. Hicklin, and the, and the assistant controller, and the budget people that I'm on the budget team, and, you know, there's Bob. I mean, these guys, I've learned so much from these guys, uh, Joe and, and, and um, Helen, the, the budget team. I've learned so much mm -hmm. from them about the county and how the county operates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the part, we're blessed to have such great guys in our area. And um, I want to take that, yeah. what I've learned, and move it into the treasurer's office and make it run as efficient. Um, we've covered a lot of things here, and I wonder if there are any uh, particular things you'd like to say sort of to close and uh, tell people why uh, they should vote for you. Well, I mean, if, if, you know, one of the things, the title of my campaign is Experience Matters. And, you know, I spent a lot of my time um, uh, coaching. I coached 11 years, uh, eight years for the Southside Youth Raiders, fourth through eighth grade, my highlight. And I coached uh, three years at uh, football for East High School. And through all that time, you know, I, I really, really try to instill in uh, the kids that experience 
matters. If you work hard, which definitely I've done, and you play by the rules, experience have to matter. And if it doesn't matter, we're lost. The point I'm saying is that I've worked hard, and um, I, 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 I graduated from the University of Wisconsin here. It was tough. Uh, as an African-American male, I've been through all the disparities. And, you know, I want to show the kids that perseverance, if you keep going. Like I say, I've had numerous jobs. I've been on the county board. But you have to keep, you have to keep pressing forward. And even if you get knocked down, and even if you don't win or things don't happen the way you want it to work, you've got to get up and keep going. You can't give up. And today, too many of our kids have given up, and they're turning to crime, and they're turning to drugs. And so my message is not just a message that I'm the most qualified, but the actual message of that, if you work hard and play by the rules, good things will happen to you, and I've definitely done that. Thank you very much, Mr. Brown. It's been a pleasure to talk with you, and it's been very nice to have people watching as they are going to be preparing to go to vote on August the 9th. And I would like to say uh, that it's been uh, our pleasure at the Dane County League of Women Voters uh, to co-produce this with uh, Madison City Channel, and we thank you for watching. <laughs>